Lunchtime Live on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Monday afternoon, of course, we have our Consumer Corner with Sinead Ryan, who is with me in studio. Sinead, good afternoon. Hello, Andrea. How are you? Good. Not too bad at all. Um, Look, obviously, there's been extensive and rightly so coverage of the whole situation, um, the Russian-Ukrainian situation in in recent days. But we wanted to talk today about the impact um, on prices here in Ireland. And you've been looking at a couple of different things where mm. people like all of us as consumers are going to start to notice changes. Oh, for sure. And uh, it's going to have an immediate impact in some areas and a kind of a slower one in, in others, depending on where all this uncertainty goes and how long drawn out this is and what happens. Um, I, I mean, the immediate one that, that everybody would probably think of are utilities, gas and electricity and built. Now, listen, people are already reeling, Andrea. I was going to say, we've been talking about this. Between, yeah. between COVID and Brexit and oil prices and all that kind of thing. So this is just going to be another thing piled on top of it. Um, Currently, 40% of all gas to the EU comes from Russia. Um, so, so like that's a big impact. The Germans have have kind of shut off a pipeline that was being generated to to create that more. They kind of stepped in and said, "We're we're going to stop that at our end." Um, but if Putin decides to halt gas production now, some would say there's no point in him doing that. It doesn't make any logical sense because uh, Russia really needs the income from that. But I mean, I'm not sure we can put logic and Putin in the same sentence anymore. Uh, oil. Um, makes electricity. So the the higher the price of that, the higher electricity is. Uh, it it is currently. I just looked before I came in here. It's about ninety nine dollars a barrel. Now that's already the highest since twenty fourteen. Okay, if it goes to one hundred and twenty dollars a barrel, that means your petrol at the pumps goes to over two euro a liter. So that's the big okay. takeaway from that. Okay. So for people in the car now today, or they're listening at home, yeah. and they're heading to the four courts to fill yeah. up. They're probably looking at about 178 at the moment to 180 per litre. Right. But, but if oil goes up to $120 a barrel, and that could be very, very quickly, could be a spike, then your petrol goes to over two, two euros a litre. So that's a massive a impact massive for jump, fuel. Okay, and you're going to have home heating oil and kerosene and gas and all the things, the knock-ons from that. Now, we get a chunk of our supply from Norway, actually. So we're probably a slightly better off than some European okay. countries, like Britain and, and Germany would be particularly affected. Uh, and we have some natural gas resources as well, of course, and we've all been paying our PSO levies to try and get renewables up. But, but maybe Make no mistake, that's going to be a huge thing. So we're looking at uh, potentially um, increases at, uh, for ca- petrol for the car or petrol, diesel. Petrol, gas, electricity. And ca- gas yeah, and electricity. Pr- pretty much across the board. And remember, it's not And is not there anything, sorry, Sinead, that we can look out for there in terms of figures you for can, people? You know, the purest increase you're going to see is in is at the petrol pumps because the supplies there will run down very quickly and therefore, uh, I don't think we're going to see any curtailment of gas and electricity. But I mean, look, there's better heads than me on this thing at the moment. It really depends on, on where Putin decides to control that. Um, because uh, they're pulling Russia now out of the SWIFT system. This is the international Mm. uh, uh, kind of financial payment system. Uh, That means that countries like we're shooting ourselves in foot in one sense because countries we can we can't there's no mechanism now to pay Russia for for the gas that we do get. So that that'll be an added impact on that. So 
Anyway, food. Hope for a mild spring is really where I'd be going with right, that. Right, okay. Uh, food. food. Now, so Ukraine, part of the reason, or mostly the reason uh, Putin is in here, apart from the idealistic thing about the Soviet Union, is because Ukraine has a massive natural resource. Cereals, flour, wheat. Um, it, it provides 12% of the world's supply of wheat. Wow. Like okay. that's incredibly yeah. high. 18% of the world's barley is produced in Ukraine. 80%, wait till you hear this, 80% of sunflower oil in the world is produced in Ukraine. So that's all you're, you're so cooking and... You're looking at cooking, you're looking at bread, um, you're looking at um, any bread products, fodder uh, and beer. Beer, because that's that's where the barley goes. So so all those prices are going to be impacted because you're going to have supply chains disrupted. Mm. Companies have to go and find other suppliers for that kind of stuff. Uh, and there will be a knock on because these are very fast moving consumer goods. So I would see like breads and cereals and things being impacted first. Right. Will that happen? Will that be similar in the same way as the uh, you know the petrol and the forecourts? Will that will that be something that's likely to happen quite quickly? It will because you're going to get massive suppliers, massive providers like Tesco, for instance. Now, they're going to be scrambling, saying, well, where are we going to get this stuff from? And then the factories that make all the stuff um, are going to have to find different suppliers if they are overly um, dependent on the likes of Ukraine. Now, at the moment, it it shouldn't be too much of a problem. But if, if Putin were to go further into Ukraine and maybe succeeded in his mission, then he could take over whole swathes of that country and that would be a bigger issue. In terms of um, other areas like insurance, how is there an impact there? There, there may be. Now, this will be a slower grow. I, I kind of see the whole travel area being disrupted. I mean, we've seen flights now. Um, Russian flights aren't allowed in European uh, airspace. Uh, Irish flights have been stopped, even even uh, Ryanair, which was the only remaining airline into into um Russia, that, that's been stopped now uh, into Ukraine. So there's all kinds of difficulties there. Now, from an airline's point of view, that means that they have to regroup their profit elsewhere. Uh, if there's continuing uncertainty, certainly if there's if there's an extension of airstrikes in Ukraine, um, you're, you're not going to want passenger jets flying anywhere around that or near that or with the potential of being damaged. So you will find um, uh, airlines costing more. On the other side, they want to keep people travelling and tourism and all that. Um, so that'll be one to watch. It'll be a movable feast, really, depending what happens. And then, of course, you have the insurance for all of that. Mm. I mean, what happens if you're, you know, go on holiday to Belarus or Poland or somewhere and then you suddenly find yourself kind of stuffed? Um, so insurance costs will go up. And of course, generally, then if the thing escalates and let's hope that this absolutely doesn't doomsday scenario but if it does you're, you're going to get all kinds of other um, just, issues just, with it, with financial products really. Just on that Sinead if you are travelling um, to any of the countries you mentioned like will, will your travel insurance Look you're tra- at the moment if the Department of Foreign Affairs has a do not travel order which it has in Ukraine at the moment okay do not travel well then your insurance may not be valid Okay, so anybody going to Russia or Ukraine, just check your insurance details. Watch the Department of Foreign Affairs, the DFA.ie. But if there's a travel ban notice, Mm. generally speaking, insurance does not apply. Now, in other areas, it might be travel with caution. Yeah. And that's fine. That means that the the triggers aren't there to kind of uh, stop people travelling. They're just saying, make sure you have insurance, make sure you're careful and um, just be aware there's a kind of this this is on. But actually, with with, um, COVID, that has kind of applied to 
Europe yeah, anyway. Yeah, you know, this is just an added thing. Just on other technology and cars, yes, any likely so, impact? Yeah, the issue is now, again, in Ukraine, they have a huge resource of rare earth minerals. These are the things that go into make microchips. Uh, and we've seen supply t- chain disruptions with that. So microchips, you know, are used in cars and they're used in uh, computers and all of that. Um, so again, there could be issues down the road about the cost of that. They're existing already. Right. Inflation? All of this is inflationary. Prices go up, inflation goes up. It was already high. It was a ridiculous kind of tip and nearly 7% at one stage. Um, that's not going to ease off anytime soon, I don't think. And that brings wage demands and all of that kind of and stuff with it. With that increase in inflation, what impact is that on mortgages? So the only good news, if there is some, the glimmer of good news is that the European Central Bank, because it is because of all this now, it's likely when we get the tail end of this, there'll be a recession. And in a recession, the European Central Bank won't now increase interest rates the way it was planning to. Well, it said it wasn't, but it was. Um, so by summer, we had thought mortgage interest rates would rise. I, I can't see that happening now. The longer that this goes on, the, the European Central Bank really won't be in a position to do that. But we will wait. Uh, we will wait and see. Um, but but it should mean that, um, you know, even though we have we have high inflation, it's very much specific and, and regarding this. All right. But also buy equities, by the way. Your pension has taken a hammering. So now's a really good time to actually pump more money into equities. Sorry about that. But when prices are low, you should be investing money in it. In, in pensions. Yeah. Right. OK. Sinead Ryan, thanks a million. As always, of course, Sinead is the presenter of the Home Show here on News Talk every Monday. Uh, she's here with our Consumer Corner on Lunchtime Live. Still to come on the programme today, we're going to be asking why Brown Thomas is offering IV drip services in store. Lunchtime Live on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.